All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. We are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. 877-37-GRIND is your number. All right, um, sticking with the um, football theme here, a lot of stuff to try to cover, but uh, yeah, so that's, that's my position on the whole hype video. I mean, it's just... It's calculated. It's, uh, you know, Russ is, um, I'm pretty sure this whole process has been a humbling experience for him, you know, but I'm not going to feel sorry for a guy that's going to make $39 million and somebody's going to get, because to me, that's his leverage is getting him cheap. But I don't believe, and, and, and again, I'm going to stick to this too. I don't think when I hear Russ talk and I look at this hype video, this isn't a guy that's just running to go compete with anybody. I think Russ is going to wait to see if there's anybody that's going to give him a starting drive. And if not, he might sit. He might sit and wait. I sit and wait. I, j I just don't see that, but we'll see. Uh, Gerard Mayo says just because he and GM or new president or final say so a roster, whatever title you want to get him, Elliot Wolf are letting it be known things are going to be different around there is not a shot at Bill or the last regime. Uh, he's getting asked a lot of questions down at the combine in regards to, um, you know, hey, you know, is it going to be how different it's going to be? And it's all started by when Elliot Wolf laid out how they're going to evaluate and how they're going to deal with players and they're going to take a page and try to be more like the Packers way, which we talked about that yesterday on the show. Um, but I'm pretty sure. And, and, you know, Gerard is one of those guys what I'm learning because I mean, this has been the worst kept secret in the National Football League that he was a guy that was going to get the job. I mean, this has been rumored for like three years. Um, period that he was going to get this job. I mean, I remember Cam U Cam Newton was talking about he heard it when he was there that Gerard Mayo was probably getting this job when Bill was done. Um, he's being straight up from what I'm learning from. He's going to tell you exactly how he feels and what he goes. And he just said, "Hey, look, um, it's not going to be what did he say? He said it's not going to be the hard ass feel around here." You know, meaning like, hey, we knew Bill kind of intimidate. This is one like he's trying to be let it known. And he said he wants the other free agents. know it's going to be different here. Uh, you know, so they've, they've got some work to do in regards to changing that stigma. But he said, hey, we have no players in the building right now. He's like, so I can just sit here and be cliche and tell you the culture's changed. But I can't say that because we don't have players in the building now, which makes sense as well, too. Um, also, uh, more of the action that's been done. Uh, a couple other reports are surfacing. Uh, first of all, Kansas City cuts Valdez Scantling. Uh, we all know who that is. Had a rough year with Kansas City. Played a little bit better during their championship run in the postseason, but they're going to save $12 million. Uh, and also, according to reports, uh, they are likely to use the tag on Jerry Sneed. But at the same time, they have let Jerry Sneed know that they are open to trading him as well, too, if a deal cannot be struck. Translation. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and the general manager of the Kansas City Chiefs is pretty much drawing their line in the sand and said, get off this train if you want to. Do you want to be a part of this and make history? Because the bottom line is we ain't going to chuck and jive and, and finagle with your agent to stress over this. That's really what that's saying. Okay? Um... 
that's pretty much what they're saying is the fact that like, hey, we'll tag you and we'll try to get a deal. But if we can't get a deal, we'll also have that tag and we'll be open to trade jazz and there will be interest for him. But that to me, because uh, you haven't really heard Kansas City talk too much. Like, I mean, they went through the Chris Jones situation. We knew that Patrick's deal was obvious. It was going to get done. You haven't really heard them talk. But this whole like, th- like it's crazy because last year I was in here talking about I've never seen them celebrate a championship so long. A lot of San Rothstein, all these and are they hungry? It's still like this. And I feel totally a 180 different to where I've never seen a team win a Super Bowl. And like they're like, we're not even, I mean, we're in the offseason, but the new league is about to start and they're locked in like that. I looked at, I mean, we talked about Mike McCarthy not being down at the combine. I was watching NFL Network last night. Andy Reid's asking questions. I'm like, Andy, technically Andy don't even have to be there. But that shows you that Andy's, you know, he's getting his B12 shot, you know. He's going like, damn, do you understand I had to watch Don McNabb throw up in the Super Bowl? Do you think I'm ready to ride out now? I'm going to stack this thing to see how it happens. Joy, why you can't, Andy? Because they get a little thick over there in the AFC. But they got it right now. But that's what they told Snead. Hey, we want you. We'll tag you. But who says that? I mean, for the most part, you're going to tag somebody. Oh, we're trying to get a deal going. Uh, we'll tag you, but we're open to trading you too. They're letting it be known for everybody in that building and don't think that this message ain't really for Chris Jones too. I know he's a big part of what they do and the consensus would tell you he's more important to try to lock up than Snead is. I think they both are and I think that's what they're going to work to do. But they're being let it be known, okay, that if you want to jump off this train and we're about to be making history or trying to to do something no other team has done, in the modern NFL era since the merger, and that's when three Super Bowls in a row to take your ass on the free agency and we'll see you on the field down the road. That's what that statement tells to me. What do you got? Well, they already did tell that before, too, to Tyreek Hill. You know, after already winning a ring. And and, and that's, cause that's kind of where they're at now is they're the place that everybody wants to be. Right. You know, because but, if you want to win a ring, mm-hmm. you've got the best quarterback in the league. Um and, and and the defense just carried a struggling offense. And I did catch Andy, Andy Reid talking at the Combine the other day, and he said, look, it was a total shift. And he said that last year was possible because of the way they handled the 2022 season. Hmm. He said in 2022, the offense carried the defense. And because, they're, because the offensive players never point like, – never – I guess took shots at the defense for not carrying their weight. When the flip, when the script flipped this last year, the defense didn't, you know, see, in, in a similar manner, did not take shots at the offense. It was like, no, we've got you. You guys are going through your growing pains because it was just what two years ago that it was on the defensive side of the ball and they were re- replacing a whole secondary. You know, they had two rookies back there, and so so then now the the, the script flipped and we're they're at this point now. To where, and you've already said this before, and, 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 and I think pretty close terms, that as long as you've got 15, and as long as, you know, Andy's calling the plays, and probably even as long as Spags is on the other side, you know, is, is further down the sideline, yeah. you know, as long as you've got those three key pieces, you're always going to be contending. And if you can, and that's where the Patriots found themselves for so long, which is why they could, I mean, you, they didn't have to spend a wide receiver. 
and they could just put key pieces on the defensive side of the ball. You had TB12, and the formula just worked. Well, That's I'll, where they're at now, and I, they, I think it's rightfully so that they're telling Legereus Sneed, like, hey, look, I mean, if, if you want to get off now, go get your money. I'm not going to tell you not, not to get paid. But we've got a kid. It's very expensive. And, and Andy Reid talked about this the other day, too, about this being the cap era. He said, look, we'd love to pay everybody. Right. It's just not possible. Well, I will tell you that I, I think this is a little bit different than the Tyreek situation because I don't think they spoke that loud to Tyreek like that. I think they just knew they were going to get priced out on Tyreek Hill. I Look, Snead had a heck of a year, okay? Uh, he's young. Um, he's good at what he does. But his value is nowhere close to what Tyreek Hill – like, they knew – like Andy in that front office knew, and they let Patrick Mahomes know that. They knew once they gave Patrick that first 500, they knew that they were going to get priced out on Tyreek Hill. This is one of those situations, because keep in mind, Tyreek Hill never came out as boldly as Sneed said and said, hey, pay, I want to get paid. Pay me. Now, I'm pretty sure behind closed doors, he was letting them know, like, hey, man, I know we love Patrick and this, I want to get. Sneed went on a week, not even a week after the Super Bowl, and went on a podcast and said, hey, it's time to get paid. Pay me. That's loud talk. That comes across to the leaders of the organization. Like, hold on, man. We know. But like, what, what are you talking about? Like, let us get to why are you why are you coming out like that? Tyreek didn't really do that. He might have done it behind closed doors. So I don't I, I, I agree with what uh, the other things you said. And, and I've told you and I've told everybody they were going to improve whether they won the Super Bowl or not. They were going to upgrade the receivers. They're going to be a better offensive team next year than they were, because I don't believe this is sustainable for them. Even with Patrick, I think, yeah, you wanted one, but they can't morph. That's not what made the Chiefs. At the end of the day, your bread and butter is on with that head coach, offensive minded head coach, one of the best play calls we've seen in NFL history. And then also in Patrick Mahomes, you got to keep that line together and keep to, tweaking and, and money invest that line. And you got to give him weapons to where that's your strong point. Last year, it was the defense, but I don't believe in this day and time and the rules. Um, and they play great defense, but I don't, I mean, Kansas City won the 01 Ravens. They won the 85 Bears. They won the 16 Denver Broncos defense. But that's why I don't think it's sustainable to where they are going to improve it offensively. But no, they knew they were going to get priced out of Tyke Hill. I think it's the way Snead talking. Like, don't get too, like that old saying, so my grandma, don't get too big for your britches. Okay? That's just, I mean, that's just reality. You know, 877-37-GRIND. Also, um, the Jets have informed Zach Wilson and his agent uh, that they can seek a trade and employment elsewhere. Um, you know, Commanders, Atlanta, Denver. I'm going to stop right there. Any of those teams interested in kicking the tires on I'm not willing to sit here and tell you Zach Wilson can't start in the NFL. I don't know that. He's been in a tough situation. Um, he's been in a tough market in New York. And he's had horrible coaching, offensive coaching, for the last couple of years. And Nathaniel Hackett probably set him back another whole year. You damn never would. You might as well say, I'm going to say Zach Wilson had the same thing Mac Jones went through. His sophomore year wasn't no damn coordinator. You might as well say they didn't play with no offensive coordinator once Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Um, 
What can the Jets get for Zach Wilson? A fifth? I'd say nothing. Nothing? At this point, um, that's where I was just pulling up his contract here because he was under a four-year deal. Um, He's in year four. So this is the final year, and then he has a voided year in 2025. Um. I, 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 they, they, they tanked his value the way that they handled him at every step. This is a quarterback now I agree with, with that. Zach Wilson that even if he has the playability, the talent ability, yeah. I think he's got to go see a sports psychologist. I don't know about all that. I, I, I really do. I really think that this is one of those because of the way that he's just been discarded as a second overall pick. And you get benched twice for Mike White two years ago. And you get benched this year for Trevor Simeon. And then the team comes back and says, uh, no, you, were, you kind of were our better option. We want to go back. Uh, no, tell, tell management I'm not picking up the phone. Why would I go dress up for you guys on Sunday? That's not happening. So this, this, so this thing, it, it's, it's, it's what are you ta- trying to like? What have PR? Say face in the PR and say, "Oh yeah, you can go seek a trade." Who's going to give you anything for Zach Wilson? Well, there's look. I've, I've said this before, but and this is how the NFL works, man. There's always a coach in a in a building in an organization that thinks like, "Get him in here. We can see we we we're we're better than them." Okay, and the Jets have when you talk about ruining his value the way they handle him i agree with you on that um i don't think zach is gonna have to get no sports psychology look man i've i've lived long enough chuck knoblock who couldn't throw the ball to first base anymore guys like that what's my man marquise fultz nba is that his name you said uh, markel markel fultz, fultz. come he, on man he did have to see yeah yeah that, I'm, I'm naming you the guys that are that, zach ain't went through nothing like that Mark, the Phelps would shot an air ball. Couldn't even make it to the free throw line. He had Zach Wilson, he's got moxie. He's got an attitude with him. His problem was he went to a school like BYU, okay, and then got dumped in the Big Apple in New York as the, what, second overall pick, you said? The second that, overall pick. That just, it wasn't ready for that. They, they missed on that when he probably had no business having a second-round grade. But people are desperate. Organizations that get desperate for that position, swing and miss more than they get it because the pressure of getting That's all that is. Zach, ain't either. he don't need to see no sports college. Now, I do, I, I believe that, uh, I'm not going to argue with you that they could just end up out-releasing him, but I think you could get a fifth-round pick for Zach, pick the six. I mean, even if he's coming in as a backup role, maybe you need a backup, maybe you need to see if you hit gold or not. Um, I, I, I could see that. What did, what did the, um, what, what did Dallas get for Trey? For the 49ers. What, 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 did, they, what did they give da- uh, the I 49ers? I think Trey Lance was about a fifth-round pick. Yeah. Um, I know, uh, again, just going back, Baker was the last kind of player. You're looking at similar draft status and stuff like that to Zach Wilson, too. Uh, I think he went moved for his, a fifth or a sixth from Cleveland to the, to the Panthers. Um, um, yeah. And that deal when he was, already, when he was unwanted. Um, but and, and and sure, you know, I think you could probably say too. Again, Baker, I feel like Baker was thrown under the bus by his organization. 
yeah, in speaking, that final year. Speaking so. of Baker, I, yeah, I think, it, look, there's a chance he could get cut and not release, and I would put factors in that. I would put factors because of this class, um, because we're only concentrating really on five guys or six guys in, in the quarterbacks. Uh, but there's other ones that are going to be second round, third round grades. It could just be a deeper quarterback class where it's like we don't need we we're going to address this, whether we're looking for a backup or whatever the case may be. That could play in a factor why he gets outright released. But also, I feel like there is a chance somebody will come through to get him in the building and have a fifth or sixth pick, especially if you're a team that's coming in with plethora of picks. Now, if you're short on picks, you're not giving up anything, uh, you know, for Zach Wilson. Uh, but I would like to see him with another opportunity with a different coach, an offensive minded staff, and out of New York to see if he could really play. I watched him quite a bit at BYU. Never thought he was the second overall pick worthy, but it is what it is. Uh, speaking of, we didn't bring this up yesterday, but speaking of Baker Mayfield, uh, Todd Bowles says it's priority uh, to get a deal done with Baker. I mean, that was the vibe when we were down at the Super Bowl. Even in Radio Row, I know Pat McAfee. They picked up sound. You know, Baker was on set. Uh, uh, with Kate um, Adams, yeah, Kay Adams, and then I know some Mike picked up him talking. I think Kurt Warner. I mean, it it sounds like to me, and I understand why Todd Bowles said. So I tell you, Baker's not going anywhere. This is the best opportunity to get it done. Uh, Radio Raheem had an interesting comment. He said, "You know what? If we had better, speaking of Atlanta, if they had better quarterback play after I looked at this film, he goes, I might not be standing there. That was classy." I was like, I miss Radio Raheem, man. They didn't put him down in Chocolate City and ATL. All they need to do is maybe sprinkle a little Justin or Jaden Daniels on there to make it all sweet. But I thought that was interesting. I said, no, nah, you still had, uh, what's his name, uh, Arthur Smith. <laughs> Don't let's not forget about that, Mr. FedEx Trust Fund, baby. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dosecki's. Get a dose. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, spin the one and twos. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail, like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients, just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang, always bold, always ready. Go to zingzang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Cry. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to ChooseTiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the sports grind. Come on, I do the Humpty Hump. Check me out, y'all. I do the Humpty Hump. Just watch me do the Humpty Hump. Yeah. I do you know what I'm doing? 
All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing. It's been the one and twos. Today's show was presented by Dos Equis. We have been broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. And this last segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, a key to any perfect cocktail, and that is Zing Zang. Make sure you try out all their pre-made alcoholic drinks. They come in different flavors. And also, they've got their new Michelada mix as well, too. But whatever you do, just make sure you Zing Zang responsibly. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so uh, been heavy football intensive uh, today. It's probably going to be like that. Sorry, Jazz. Probably going to be like that for the next, you know, week or two or two. We really lead up to the, you know, the draft because there's a lot of different storylines and stuff Don't that's going them, on. Don't lie Calvin. It's going to be this uh, way all the way up until probably the NBA well, draft. Well, yeah, or probably all the way until September when we <laughs> kick this off. <laughs> and then but, it just starts again. Yeah, but exactly. But, um yeah, so uh, that was very interesting and straightforward of what my brother Radio Raheem said. Like, hey, man, if, if, if the quarterback position was played better, probably wouldn't be standing, standing here. Look, I'm not trying to defend Ritter, okay, and I know Heineke was over there, but make no mistake about it. Arthur Smith was just I, – I, you know, I just don't believe he's had coach material. Arthur Smith, you know, just couldn't figure out how to use his personnel right. That's just I hear what Raheem is saying, but that's just the reality. That's my opinion. But again, it's a breath of fresh air for these coaches that are coming in now, especially just being that, you know, straightforward and just maybe sometimes because I'm always about don't tell the consumer everything. You don't need to tell the fans everything. I know we were like, oh, tell them you don't need to know everything, especially when you're running a business. But that's just the reality. Uh, Real quick before we uh, jump from the. football scene here professionally wise speaking of Tyreek Hill which we were just talking to him about him a segment ago in regards to the contract situation uh he's being sued by plus size model slash influencer uh Sophie Hall okay um this is the first time I'm hearing about this uh last night and this morning um allegedly a few years back um this woman was, um, I, I believe, at his house. No, no, this was last summer. Oh, it was last summer? From the okay. lawsuit. Okay. This was last summer, June 28th, 2023. And um, they have this setting. I mean, Tyreek's mom's there, his sister, some other friends are there. His agent. Agent. And I guess for whatever reason, you know, he's working out training. And then all of a sudden, a blocking challenge comes out about being able to block him. And this is a woman that is, look, I'm telling you what they, they call it. Don't, don't, you know, people, I told you I get called sexist at least twice a week in my household. But I guess now we have a category for everything. So we have put her in the, she's quote unquote plus size model. Okay. If you haven't seen this woman yet, I'll just paint the picture. The tail of the tape is 61250. Okay. Um, now, I would say something, but I'm probably not going to say that because that's going to come out wrong. Um, but so back to this story in this suit. So all she's, of a sudden, she's this thick, but appropriately so. Plus size model. That's all I'm saying. Everybody is has their own preference and their own taste. OK. Um, anyway, the weirdest thing about this story is for whatever reason, Tyreek's training or whatever. Then a challenge breaks out to where if this young woman can block him. According to the story and the reports, they do this. The first time they go at each other, she kind of knocks him down, embarrasses him, and the mom's laughing. You know, such so the agents level, oh, you know. And keep in mind why I tell this. I've seen Tyreek Hill at a youth football camp. 
And I've seen young kids challenge him. And one time I seen a kid, they, they were doing like the drill where you got, the, you know, he was receiver and Tyreek was the DB, shook him and beat him. It was like, oh, everything cool. Different setting, I guess. In this particular setting, the ooh and everything got too much. They ran it back. Same thing. Block, oh, okay. And the quarter put the third time, Tyreek just says, hey, enough of this, man. Like, damn, you know. Um, and he just comes in with force, knocks this young lady down. And I think, what, she fractures or breaks her leg, right? Is her leg? Yeah, she fractured her right leg, uh-huh. which the lawsuit, uh, through Yahoo Sports, the lawsuit contains pictures of her leg and x-rays um, with the screws. Uh, she said on Instagram that this break happened to her leg is pretty rare and a serious break, also considered, quote, career ender for athletes. Uh, she said, on, uh, continued to say on, on Instagram, I always do my best to take things head on, but when I sit here and think that the average person takes three months to be able to properly walk again from this break, my mind is blown. Um, I don't know. Like, it comes to a point, um, speaking of Tyreek Hill, that, um, you know, it's one of those things when they say, you know, you just need to sit down somewhere. I mean, Tyreek Hill for the last couple of years has found himself in a situation, um, engaged, married, married, excuse me, one expecting on the way from the other chick. Okay. Another one, baby's mom, I think that he has. And on top of that, uh, he ended up calling it off or divorcing already. The wife that, you know, the one he was handing the ball to in the last few weeks of the season, you know, behind in the Jets game, all that would go score and go, well, I guess from what I've heard weeks, because they're done. But, you know, I'm with all this, and, and, you know, first of all, I just don't understand why she's out there with him and why this, and why would Tyreek Hill feel like he has to really sit there to prove like, hey, man, you want to be out here? Let me run over you, okay? Now we just got an embarrassing bad situation. Um, but I'll let that court, I mean, look, man, I've always told you, uh, injury lawyers are out here looking for any, they're ambulance chasers. So this was a no brainer. You'd have about a hundred lower minimum, a hundred lawyers within a hundred mile radius. of This woman that would have took this case, um, might will get some settlement out of it. But the question is, I would have to look at the facts. Like what were y'all doing? Why is she there? Why was this even a challenge? You know, I mean, I I just don't understand that. Uh, but it's a bizarre story, but I'm going to leave it with this. Out of all this stuff I talk about, you know what gets me is the fact that Tyreek Hill has yet to be called to the principal's office. And when I say the principal's office, I'm speaking of Roger. Okay? And I don't, I mean, I like Tyreek Hill. You know, that's the cheetah. But I'm just trying to be fair. Like, every, it just seems like every four or five months. I mean, don't forget about the yacht incident a year and a half ago, two years ago, where he had to check somebody on the yacht and somebody sued him with that. There was a minor altercation on that. And he's like, hey, man, I could buy, I'll buy this whole yacht. I could buy your life, whatever the heck may be. He's in all this, and he's yet to be called to the principal's office. Just saying. And, and, and again, keep in mind, Tyreek Hill is one of the faces of this league. Now, you can, we can debate all day what your definition of is a face of the league. Do I mean like a Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen face of the league? No. When I say face of the league, I mean he's one of the most recognizable players and popular players because of his skill set in the National Football League. Okay? Um, I just thought it was bizarre, you know? And I'm like, Tyreek, I mean, uh, what's her name? 
Uh, Sophie Hall. To take down Sophie Hall like that after looking at Sophie Hall, after taking Sophie Hall down like that, Tyreek had to be clocking maybe about, we know how fast he is. He, he had at least be clocking maybe 30 miles an hour, 25. To knock her down like that, I mean, that looks like that's a young lady that could, um, you know, um, take a hit. And and, and 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 Tyreek ain't that big. I mean, he's stocky, whatever. But to me, if anything, that's just an embarrassing story, in my opinion. It's just embarrassing. The fact that you're even in this situation, okay? Like, at least tell me this This was going to be at, like, at least they could have, this could have been at, like, you know, they've got those, what, um, women's league, lingerie, uh, powder puff leagues. Where, at least tell me that they, you know, this is like, hey, we invited Tyreek Hill, got an appearance fee. We've got this lingerie league sponsored by so-and-so. He's out there. We've got this phenom of this young lady, um, and we're going to see if Tyreek or whatever. And then happened, then it's like, okay, I guess. But in a backyard, in a training setting, what was she doing there anyway? What were y'all doing? And how do you go from that? To all of a sudden, hey man, we gonna run a drill, man. We got blocking sleds out there. You look like let's see if you can block me. You know this, and then it escalates to this. And now this lady then then broke her leg, and then. But my question is, why, if this happened, why are we just now hearing about this? Did she just get like maybe three or four opinions, and it finally came to the fact like, hey, your leg is never gonna be like why now though? Uh, just I think likely the lawsuit just coming out it took time to piece it all together. Does it have dates where she actually filed it though? Uh, and maybe you don't have that information, but uh, what I have from the incident, uh, and let me open up here because the this came from uh, the Daily Mail is where the mm -hmm. lawsuit was published, um, and it was published here in February on the twenty eighth. So the fact that it just is getting out there, and probably because this is now the time to go ahead and do it, because if if there was any time in the year to hold a player accountable. And get an actual ruling. It's not during the season. It's during the off season, because during the season, and again, we were kind of talking about it on a different subject during the break. But but sports and the NFL has permeated our culture to a whole other level. So you've got jurors that maybe can't see things one way, or you've got you know, and, 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 you know, heaven forbid, you get a judge who's stuck ruling on this thing, and he's got Tyreek Hill on his fantasy team. Oh, here you go, grassy. You know, know like well, well, I'm just saying, but from, 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 justice, a lawyer, from, a some... lawyer, from a lawyer standpoint, this is the time where you want to make a fuss about it because it's the off season. You've chosen the combine of all things to, to release this during two. Um, and we're getting ready for the, the draft. This is it, so this it's not woman, getting washed under the it's not getting washed under the news cycle. And if I'm not mistaken, this woman I think she has two million followers. Yeah. Um, just just he just write the check, man. This is gonna be a settlement. First of all, it shouldn't even I if I'm the judge, I'm adding the extra half a million just for stupidity. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Because when the headlines, when I read this and it's saying, the I'm thinking like, man, who did Tyreek? Tyreek went and got physical with another woman. Now, who had something? Somebody end up finding the pregnancy test and no, you're not Tyreek. And then when I read this, I'm like, what? Totally not expected for this to happen. You know, only Tyreek Hill. You could pick 90% other guys in the NFL to have a plus size model at their crib at 6'1", 250. And I will tell you, 90% of them dudes in the NFL 
is not over there to do no 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 Oklahoma drills and no 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 block and slide techniques on this young woman. I'm just gonna leave it. I mean, come on, Tyreek. He he's an off dude, but but they tell you most of these guys in the NFL man are off anyway. I mean, they're just it's just weird stuff that they do. Uh, but my whole way I took from it is why hasn't he been called in? to the principal's office. And that's what makes, when I've tried to defend Goodell over there, that's what makes it feel like NFL, this whole policy of conduct situation, they've got it in, you know, it's kind of like so gray and vague. Well, well, we think this is more important than this. And let me tell you too, if anything gets it, it should be this. Hell, they've got, I mean, I just saw a thing at the Combine at the NFL Network last night. They've got all the women that they've had coordinator jobs and coaches jobs, and it's a seminar. I mean, they got Ron Rivera talking to them about like hiring job i'm like why is ron there talking about job interview like first of all i love ron ron's a cancer survivor but come on ron harbaugh uh todd bowles i mean they have this similar where they're talking to these women that have you know jobs on nfl teams and you know the progress they're making so and not only that and i've been telling you that this is the one sport that lucked up and organically got women involved it wasn't gimmicky it was again i mean melissa milano deserves a lot of credit she came up with the line of clothing that helped. I think generations of young women growing up under their dads and loving football helped as well, too. In, NFL did it organically. Okay, now they've taken that and said, okay, how can we get in our game? Let's get some female officials. Let's get some female coaches. Those are a little bit of one of those like we're going to do this because it's part of our clientele. Plus, it's a good look because we've had this reputation where there's a quarter percent of our men that beat up on women anyway. And we just blame it on CTE. So due to the fact that this is a woman injured and they have this PR battle that they're trying to fix this whole Ray Rice, you know, video clip of years back. Kareem Hunt dragging a young girl by her ponytail down the casino or the hotel hallway. They worked so hard to do this. My whole deal is like, look, man, you, what are we doing? Okay. And if I'm the Miami Dolphins, I'm talking to Tyreek, like, why are you do like what would have happened? What if you would have got hurt? What if she would have landed on you? What would have happened if you would have got hurt? See, now me just saying that, wonder if she would have landed on somebody, somebody get offended by that in this day and time. Because uh, they'll if think she, like if she really is 250 uh, and 6'1, that puts her four inches taller and 60 pounds heavier than Tyreek Hill. Look, man, I don't care. You cannot. There's just things you can do. You can't hit a woman and you can't try to play physical tackle football with a woman, in my opinion. She consented. She participated in the hero. Here you that, go. There is that part to consider. Jonas, I mean, come on, man. Like, you know, let me tell you something. Back in my single days, when I was single back in the day, and that was only was a short three or four years I've been single. I've been in a relationship, dude, feel like most of my adult life, man. That's why I ended up doing this. But anyway, in my short years of me being single, when I was really hitting the scene 30 and really getting out there before AC came in my life, when I would have these casual relationships with women and go out and have a good time and do all that, and let's say they're two or three drinks in. And I know that they're not drunk, but they're feeling a certain way. And it could be consensual. I'm not even going there because I don't know because I don't even know you like that. 
you know, maybe we could try. You got to be smart. And some, and I know most dudes, whether you're a pro athlete or just an average John Doe, don't think like me. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, some people do. And as a man, you just you, you there's some dudes, I don't care what tax bracket you're in, you just don't think. And that's just one of those. And first of all, no, man, there's no I don't want to hear she consented to that. Like Tyreek has to know, like, look, because what it sounds like to me, this started off like it's a joke. And it started off playing and this and this. And then the competitors, for whatever reason, at Tyreek Hill, some switch went off like, oh, I got to prove my manhood. I got to prove a point. And now it's all fun until somebody loses a lot, you know, an eye, a couple bones. And it's going to cost them probably a seven figure settlement. She'll probably get maybe about a mil, point two. She get the right judge. Maybe worst case scenario, about 500,000. He's going to have to settle. And if I was a judge and this came across in my district and this, I'm going to hit his ass just up for just being dumb. Like, I'd be like, when are you going to learn? Like, you had the yacht situation. You got paid from Miami. And this is another thing I told you, too, about it. I said it when you get not every like I said, not everybody can play in New York and Philly and Boston, those markets. And not everybody can handle playing on South Beach in Miami. There's a lot of distractions. Your attitude changes. You can change as a person. And when you add that kind of money that Tyreek Hill got, that's a whole different level. I only got to meet, I only had a discussion with Tua for about five minutes. And this was like at 3.30 in the morning. I could tell he hadn't been drinking. I had a little bit too. That's why I knew. I was just like, I'm just going to ask. I ain't going to say it. I, I want to talk about Nick. I could t only met Tyreek for five minutes, and I could not Tyreek, but Tua, and I could tell you Tua ain't challenging no woman at any to put himself in that situation. Okay, he's not. Okay, first of all, he's only going about damn near seventy five dollars a hand, hundred. I'm like, damn, Tua, like you only. I'm like, spotlight, you ain't no gambler, man. You just competitive, but he was into it. You could tell he knew what he was doing. But Tyreek's got a big, better judgment, man. He's got to make better. This is just embarrassing, you know. 877-37 grind. All right. Um, what do we got now? A couple minutes real quick. No, we've we're been coming having... down on 60 seconds. Oh, 60 seconds. Final well, was going to go to the NBA schedule, and I didn't get a chance to get to uh, opinion that I had about what I saw with the Spurs last night, but we'll see what happens. They're, out, they're not in action. Now. We got Lakers and Clippers tonight, by the way, though. That's an interesting one. Uh, but that is a wrap for today. Special thanks to the producer of the show. All right, Jonas Clark, San Antonio, Abilene, people up in El uh, Paso, people up in Colorado, people up in Tyler, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down in Laredo. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning, for you hit the snooze button and for you roll out the rack, just ask yourself. You grind in peace. See you tomorrow. When life sounds too much like this... It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Maestro Dobel Tequila was born from 11 generations of tequila-making legacy. It is sourced from a single estate in the volcanic lowlands of Jalisco, Mexico, using the finest 100% blue agave.
Double distilled and aged in European white oak barrels, Maestro Dobel's commitment to innovation isn't only to discover new ways of distilling and aging, it's about elevating and crafting a superior tequila that is the essence of mastery. Maestro Dobel is the official tequila of the PGA Tour and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please drink responsibly. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind.